I'll read one verse, verse that is verse one. After this, after these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with, with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Say to the person standing to you, Come up here. Come up here. If you want to see things, that are going to happen after this. There's a position which you are called to, which is come up here. Okay. Let us go again to the book of Luke chapter Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Again, I'm waiting for the smiles. Okay, I know I can see the smile. Okay, from verse 1. The Bible says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one, into one of the boats, the one belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from, from, from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from, from the boat. Number verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Then number verse 5. Simon answered, Master, we have worked hard all night, haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, here we're standing before you, Lord God. We came from different walks of life, from different backgrounds, different beliefs. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ that, Father, quicken my mortal body, so that, Heavenly Father, I may be able to speak your word, Heavenly Father, with clarity, with precision of speech, as Jesus Christ would. Father, I pray right now that in the name that above all, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I override every argument, I silence every voice in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Right now, I say, Holy Spirit, right now I'm standing before you in the name of Jesus Christ to say, Holy Spirit, Take over now. Take over now. It is your time right now. Take over. Take over. Take over. Take over, Holy Spirit. Take over in my mind. Take over in my spirit. Take over in my soul. 
speak out of Jehovah's as Jesus Christ would. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that even the least amongst us will be able to understand your word. Father, we thank you for your word, O oh God, Jehovah. This word is alive today as it was when it was spoken back then or as it was when it was written back then. There is nothing that has changed in this, this word. It is still as fresh, O oh God, Jehovah, fresh to heal, fresh to deliver in the name of Jesus Christ. May the church say amen. amen. May we be seated. Jesus. Uh, you know, after just coming to speak after such uh, the move of the Holy Spirit, sometimes it is very heavy. Eh? It is not easy. But we pray that the Holy Spirit will take over and use me as a, as a vessel of honor before his people. Amen. Amen. Uh, this week, when uh, as I was start, as I started to prepare for, for today, I reflected that we, where we came from uh, from the beginning of the year. All the sermon that we preached, that we preached. And then I said, God, um, your word says you will give us the desires of our hearts. Um, your people, I think, this time around, they need dessert. Because we have eight, I mean, from the beginning of the year, uh, if my, my memory says me well, by Pastor Motipe, started speaking about the holiness. Then uh, remember uh, Pastor Kretese came, he spoke about the governance. Of, of church. And then um, in between, I think it's, yeah, after that, uh, our visitor, Mweti, uh, come and speak about the, uh, the true vine. Last week, I spoke about um, having the heart of gratitude or thanksgiving. Which uh, we read different, different um, verses. Then I said, uh, let us, God, let us, uh, if it is your will of Father, let us ask this today, give them the des a dessert so that at least they let this, whatever that they ate from the beginning of the earth, just to, to digest. So, being a faithful God, he said, okay, as I promised him, I will give you the desires of your heart. So, I have a desert for you today. After eating all this heavy stuff, then today, it's a dessert. 
We read two scriptures, Revelation chapter 4 and the book of, of, of book of Luke. If you look at the, 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 the two scriptures, they seem to have contradictions. Because the first one says, come up here. The other one says, launch into the deep. So there seem to be contradiction. I went into, into a, a, a Greek a dictionary. I looked at the word launch. I realized that the word launch in Greek <laughs> it means to measure. Yes. Yeah, to measure, to measure, yeah. you know, to measure. Yeah. Yes. Whether be it the depth or the height. So there is not much contradiction uh, 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 on this. Because we're taking it from from the Greek word. Where in the book of Revelation, the voice come and say, Come up here because there are things that I want to show you. But for you to be able to see these things, you need to take a position of being up here. Then because there are things that are going to happen after this. But for you to be able to see all of these things, you need to come up here. You need to move from where you are into the place where I will show you. Then, in the book of Luke, the Bible says, Jesus was preaching as he began to preach. The Bible says the crowd were pushing towards him. Then, the Bible says he looked, he looked around. Two boats were there deserted. Then, Jesus went to one of those boats that belonged to Peter. Then, he said to Peter, May I use your boat? Then Peter agreed. Then he said to Peter, Peter, push the boat deeper into the water. Then Peter, Peter did that. Jesus then began to preach. The Bible said after he had finished preaching, he went straight to Peter. He said, Peter, I know you have got an issue, but I have come here today to address your issue. I Jesus said to Peter, Peter, take your take your, your your boat and your net and launch into the deep. Then Peter said, Jesus, Jesus. We have done that. All night long we have toiled. We have labored hard. We wept all night long. We caught nothing. But at thy weight, I will do it. At thy weight. You know, Vazalona, there are times where all we need is the rima weight. What is the rima weight? 
Rema wedge. The rema wedge. Yeah. It means a word that is spoken specifically to an individual at a specific time for a specific purpose. There are times in lives all that you need is a rima word. Nothing else. And for you to be able to get that rim away, you need to change the position. Because there are positions where if you are, even if the word word is spoken, you're not going to catch it. That's why why the book of Revelation says, change up John change your position come up give you the view of the things that are going to happen because there are things that are going to happen but for you if you are still in the same position you may be blinded to start to see there there are things that are going to happen in your life today as I'm standing here but first of all I am calling you to say Change your position. Come up here and launch deep. Don't wash those nets yet. Don't give up. It's not yet the time for you to throw the towel. There is a weight that is coming for you. Not from me, but it's coming from God, Jehovah. That says to you, throw the net again. You know, it is you know it is easier for someone to come and say to you, I know you're doing well. Go deeper into whatever that you have been doing well. But for someone to come and say, where you have exhausted everything, where you have done all that you know, to say, go back again. Do it again. It's not easy. It is not easy. But if it is a weight, Peter says, Lord, we have toiled all night long. We have done all things. Remember this. Peter came from Bethesda. That's the Sea of Galilee. And when you look, when you read the, the, the history, it tells you that the, 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 the place, that town, Bethesda, they met, I mean, they, 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 what you call, they, they met man out of fishing. So, Peter was one of the fishermen. He was not just a fly-by-night fisherman. He didn't just wake up that morning and say, I am bored, then what am I going to do? Peterman, was, that, that was his profession. He was a businessman. He knew, how f- he knew fishing. And Peter knew that the, right, that the only time to catch fish it was during the night. But the Bible says it was in the morning when Jesus appeared to him and said, Peter, I'm now going, I want you 
to see something. We are now defying logic. We are not going to what you, what you think you know. Because I, I allowed you, Peter, to catch the fish at night. You would have said my skill, my expertise, made me to catch the fish. But I, I as Jesus, because I want to show you, I gathered all the fish into the deep. And let them stay there. Oh. And while you're busy, oh, I'm leaving you. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Sorry, bro. Let me go back. Jesus, Jesus. as he appeared, paraphrasing this. I'm paraphrasing this. He got the fish into the deep and allowed an expert in fishing to work the whole night and catch nothing. Then when he appears, he said, Peter, give me your boat. Peter offered him the boat. Because let me tell you one thing, Zalwan. What precedes the miracle? You have to create an environment for your miracle to come. And that's why the Bible says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things shall be added. It's not the other way around. Peter did not say, Jesus, that's my boat. He gave him the boat to use for the advancement of kingdom. What does that mean? Sometimes our miracles, what we see from God is for the advancement of kingdom. We need to learn from that. That when God blesses us, it's not for our own use. It's for the kingdom. Launch into, tell the person and say, launch into the deep. Don't wash the nets yet. You know, Sometimes our disappointments they create our appointments with the Lord. When you think for you there is nothing for me. You don't know what is waiting. That there is a miracle that's going to even to break the nest. So that is why for us it's not an option, That's an option to wash the nets. There's not at any given time are we, are we to allow to, to throw the towel. Because let me tell you one thing. If it happens at the time when you are highly expecting it, you are likely to say, I did it. I did it. I'm educated. I'm skillful. I'm an expert into this thing. But at times, for God to get the glory, He's going to withhold stuff from us. He's going to withhold stuff from us. So that when we think 
when we begin to lose hope, when we begin to, to wash the nets, that's when it appears and said to you, let's do it again. And I want to show you, I'm not taking you into a different space because you would think it was to do with the position. I am saying to you, Peter, the very same place where you told the whole night, go again so that you can see that even though I did it the whole night with my, because I was leaning into my, own, into my own skill, into my own intelligence, but this time around, I've got a divine direction through the rima word of God that spoke to me and say, do it again. Go same place. Launch them again. Then the result is it's a miracle that breaks even the nets. That is Jesus for us. And let me tell you this thing today. That is sitting there and, and you say to yourself, it's not, nothing is happening for me. Nothing is going to happen for me. I have given up on myself and they have told me that I'm useless. They have told me that I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm not going to amount to anything. That's not the rima wage. That is, the, that, that, that is a human weight. The Rima word says, launch into the deep again. Lord, I'm not, this time around, I'm not talking to Peter. Peter is not here. I'm talking to you, Cosmos Church. I say, launch into the deep again. Launch into the deep again. Go again. Same place where you are faith. I know there is this thing called mind. Your mind now has got failures. It has got setbacks. Set. Yeah. But I've done this. What's the difference now? I know you have done this. The difference now is the rima weight. It's the one that's going to make the difference. It's not what you're going to do. The, the, the difference it's from Jesus. It's got nothing to do with you. Not by power, thank you, Marshall. Not by power, not by mighty. But it's by the spirit of the living God. Let us go to the book of uh, Psalm, Psalm 42. Psalms 42. Book in chapter 42. Psalms chapter 42. Uh, while still there. Just there. Tell the person. We communicate today. We talk to one another. I'm going to say the dessert. Yes. Yeah. What are you looking for? 
what you are what you are looking for oh so se batang it's it's in the deep se muruting what you looking for so se batang it's in the deep se kwabuting because you know what our god mudimu wa rona is not a god of the shallow waters asi mudimu yena wa metse kana yena kodi you know the shallow waters is overcrowded our God wants to take you from the shallow water where every gym and jig every gym and jack are playing and said let us go into the deep because what I have for you is in here but the thing is we are afraid of the depth because the depth has got challenges but let me tell you one thing that if you go and possess that you're not going to drown you're not going to drown just go deep just go deep all you need is to go deeper mzalwane all you need is to go deeper i said uh, in psalm 42 reading verse 7 rebala bukenya psalm chapter 42 verse 7 he said deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls all your waves and breakers have swept over me deep buting calls unto deep buting bubitsa buting mzalwane there are places khona le ditulo where you not going to hear god moka sikeng wa utlwa modimo hence i said to you kika mokiring go deeper tsenela kwa buting because that's where he is in the depth kimwaling ting he says ori the sums here bukenya sums he said the deep cost unto the deep you need to go deeper so that you may be able to hear the depth of things of god because the depth of things of god are in the, in the secret places he said jesus one day as he was preaching this His disciples came to him and said Teacher, why always are you talking to I mean in parables His response was It is because the secrets of the kingdoms No I'm, I'm missing this He says because No man let's go to this because I think I'm Um He said because the wait man it's I just want to put it the way it is Um I've lost that you know that scripture just lost in my mind but to paraphrase it we could have fought Jesus was saying to the to, to, to disciples When I'm preaching in public I have to use the parables because I know 
that the Holy Spirit is going to interpret what I'm saying. Because what I'm saying it is only for you. It's not for, each, for each and everyone. Then those who have got the Holy Spirit in them in, in them are able to hear what I'm saying. Let us go to the book of 2 Corinthians. It will, it, will, it will help us to, even to understand further what I've just said now. Chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let me say this. What God is about to do for you. No eye has seen it. No the ear has heard it. No, no eye has seen what God is going to do. Has not seen. And I yeah. has not seen it. Yes, that's what I was saying. Okay. okay. The ears has never heard. Has it never even entered the mind that what God's about to do for us? Because the Bible says He is able to do more exceedingly, more abundantly. Beyond our imagination or what we can think. Peter, after he, fed, after he has told the whole night, he never thought that he can catch the fish that can break even the nets that can even cause even the boats to sink. When Abraham was, was looking for a son, he didn't have any son. Until the Bible said when he was at his oldest age, Isaac came. That's how God operates. Through Isaac, here we are today. Because what God's about to do in your life. Hence I said, no ear has seen. Or has, or, or, has the mind, or has it entered your mind? Or has your ear heard about it? What is it that God wants to do? Let's go to Romans chapter 2. reading from verse 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Number 10. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit, not the Holy Spirit, searches all things even the deep things of God. 
Even the deep things of God, the, Bible, the, the Holy Spirit, searches those things. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Twelve, what we have received is not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely, has freely given us. 13. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spiritual words. 14. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but consider them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned. Only through the Spirit. Fifteen, the person with the Spirit makes judgment about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human uh, judgments. For who knows, for who has known the Spirit of, of the Lord, so as to instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Wow. Amen. The Bible says, Babylon. My spirit in me. I'm not talking the Holy Spirit. I'm talking my spirit in me. The Bible says it knows what is in my mind. So, so the Bible says even the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. Then that leaves us to this that it's only the spirit of God that knows the mind of God. Then, you need to, you need to, we, need to, we, we know this, that we have got the spirit, the same spirit that knows the mind of God dwells in us. Then that makes us, having the mind of Christ, it makes us to know the deeper things of God. I wonder if you did, if you, if you got this. My spirit in me knows, knows what is in me. In my mind. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. But the Bible continues to say, because we have got the we got the Holy Spirit in us, who knows the mind of God? That makes us also to know the mind of God. What God can do, we ought to know. But it only we can only know that when we when we are in the right place with God. Then God says. Come here. So I can give you the right view of what I'm going to do. Because we are partakers with God. This is deeper. We have been privileged, privilege. But for you, to have that mind working for you. Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High 
we need to have a secret place where we dwell so that when we dwell in that secret place God speaks our areas are attentive to catch what God is talking about there is a secret place. It doesn't, you know, you can't catch that. The signals, it doesn't just catch anywhere. It has to be in a, in a, in a particular place. That's a secret place. That's where I dwell. That's where he visits me. He speaks. And when he speaks, I know because I am up here where the enemy cannot reach. What the enemy wants to do I this panoramic view of what is happening. I can see that this one though it may look good but I know that the enemy is trying to distract me. of the position that I am I can see everything down there you know, the enemy, Salona can, there's this place where, 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 where God was calling uh, uh, John to go. In the population. It's the dimension where the enemy cannot, cannot get there. He can play in, any, in all these dimensions. But in that highest dimension, where it's only the holy of the holies. Where the enemy, even if he tries, God, the minute the enemy plans something, God shows you. Said, the enemy, this is what he's planning to do. When, the, when, the, when it comes, even though it may be like it's you know, um, coded to look good. But because you are in the right place, you have seen as you are starting, and even when he presented to you, you are not going to like, just take because you know that the end of it is disaster. But it comes, but it comes with you. Knowing where you, where, where, where you need to be. Oh, in, in the secret place. Second Kings. Chapter 19. Chapter 19. Chapter Uh, I'll read verse 30. Verse 30 says, Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. Once more, the remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root Below, and bear fruit where? 
above. The deeper you go, Mzalwana, the more you bear fruit. The deeper you go, the more you bear fruit. The, more, the, the, the depth because the, 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 the height. That is why the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, it says before Jesus ascended, he had to go deeper. Ascended, so, the deeper we go with God, the higher we go. As I said, the two opening scriptures may sound like they're contradicting each other. The deeper you go, the deeper you go, the deeper you go, the higher you go. By looking at the, the, the foundation of a building, even before you see, you, you see the plan, we are able to tell you that this is not just a, 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 a a small house. This is a mega structure. Because by looking at the, at, at the depth of at the depth of the foundation. So if you look at the foundation Job says in the book of Job chapter 23. Job chapter 23. Verse 10. Uh, verse 10. He said, The Lord knows the, the way that I've taken. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth like, like, like gold. God knows the way that you have taken. God knows what is happening in your life. Let me tell you one thing. Don't watch the nets yet. Because that is a, just a test. He said when he when has tested you, when you come out, you come out like gold. And Job says, for I know that my Redeemer lives. When I've done all of, when the, all of these things have happened, I know that it shall come forth for me. If Job says, I know that it shall stand before me. He shall stand before me. Your Redeemer lives. I say your Redeemer lives. Your Redeemer lives. Your Redeemer lives. Your Redeemer lives. All that is waiting for. It's just waiting for you. Just to change the position. It is just waiting for you. I say it's waiting for you. To change the position. To change the position. All it needs to do is to come up. Come up. He wants you to come up. Come up from where you are, Zalwa. Come up from where you are. Into the place that he wants you to be. Because what he has for you is that it's not in the shallow water. What he has for you is in the deep. In closing, I want to say to you, don't throw in, 
Don't wash those nets yet. Don't throw in the towel. No matter what has happened in your life. No matter what what they said about you. No matter what you think about you. Because it has got nothing to do with what you think about yourself. It is what you think. It is what he thinks about you. And he thinks highly about you. You are an apple of his eyes. He died for you. He has redeemed you. He is not happy when he sees the enemy rejoices over your fault. He is not happy when he sees the enemy rejoicing over your failures. He is not happy when he sees the enemy rejoicing over your setbacks. All that is saying today is saying, don't wash those nests. Throw them. Lodge them again into the deep because that's where your miracle is. Let's all stand up. I just want to, I just like to believe that the Lord has spoken to you today. And uh, this sermon it's not only for those who have failed. It is for even for those Pastor, the two books were written on the surface. Deeper. Go deeper. The first two I'm saying you are still on the surface. There is more to this. Because I just want to, for those who are in business, whether your business is successful or not, I just want to say this. Up to now, you were also operating on the surface. God is saying now, position yourself for a breakthrough that's going to amaze you. That's going to surprise you. That is going to break your nets. I don't know whether I'm prophesying or what. Amen. Let me say this. Begin to enlarge your territory. That's the first thing that you need to do. Enlarge your territory in preparation because God can only move as much as you can, you can, you can embrace. Enlarge your territory. Big tent. Begin from now. Look, begin to look for those contracts. 
that you never thought that I made for your company, I made for you. Talking to business people now. And in that process, the, the Bible says, as, 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 as I speak now, I'm just the Holy Spirit. It reminds me that when Peter finally caught. And the, and the sheep begins the sheep begins to, to sink. The Bible says Peter called his partners. Bible to come and help. Begin with the networking. Begin to connect yourself with those people that are going to need. Because it might be too late. I don't know. Agit. The spirit of prophecy in the church, I don't know. But I'm saying, enlarge the territory. Enlarge the territory. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through me. Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, fell fresh on us again in this place. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that now, Holy Spirit, after you have spoken through me, Father, I silence the voice of the enemy that says, but what's the difference now? Because I've been to this point, to the, I've been to this. But in the name of Jesus, let your God, Jehovah, your voice be loud enough to silence the voice of the enemy. Because all what we need now in the church is that one word from you. Just the, the, the word of God Jehovah, that comes out of the womb of eternity into the womb of time. Because whatever that comes from eternity into time, the natural of God Jehovah seizes and the supernatural takes over. Because all that what we need now is the supernatural move of God. For Father, they have toiled They've labored, they've done, oh God, they've exhausted every, all the energy that, that, they, that, that they have. Father, they've started washing all the nets. They've thrown the towel. Father, in the name of Jesus, renew their faith, oh God, Jehovah, today. Renew the faith of the church today. Stay up, oh God, Jehovah, something in them that says, yes, I want to do it again. In respect, in respect of what I've been through, in respect of my failures, of my setbacks, I put away doubt now to embrace the living word of Jehovah, the living word, the living of, of, of El Shaddai, of the God who's more than enough. Because when He moves, 
It changes things. Holy Spirit, we thank you for what you are about to do in the life of the church. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name that above all names, the name Jesus, every knee has to bow before this name and every tongue has to confess him as Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah. Father, I thank you for the privilege to stand before your people. The grace of God, Jehovah, because it is, through, it is you, God, who gives me the grace to speak, oh God, Jehovah, before your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord. Amen.